Hi everybody, welcome to the Here to Ask podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Kay. Everybody has a story to tell and I'm here to ask all that because I'm here to ask. Join me each and every Monday as I ask people from different walks of life, be it your celebrities, normal people, doctors, teachers, street vendors, family and friends and I ask them weird questions, random questions, be it funny, whatever it may be. Do join me each and every Monday as I ask these questions and I get to know what shape the people that they are today and where they come from and where they aspire to go. Do not miss out. Thank you for listening. Okay, cool. No worries. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Here to Us podcast with me, your host, Michelle Kay. Today, I have a very important guest. Um, she is an evangelist, an MC. She does a lot of amazing work. She's also an author. So we're going to be talking a little bit about her and as, as well as her new book. Um, I have Faith Sitole on the line with me and I'm so excited and I couldn't wait for this interview. Hi, Faith. And thank you so much for coming to the Here to Us podcast. Hi, Michelle Kay. Thank you so much for having me. What a privilege to be online with you and i would also like to greet your lovely listeners and i hope we're just gonna have a beautiful journey together today i can't wait so i like to start with the yay or nay segment whereby i'm just asking you things that are in line with what you do and you tell me if it's true or false basically we're just setting the record straight are you ready Mm, okay let's see what you have for me (laughs) all right (laughs) is it a yay or a nay that not all evangelists are called. Not all evangelists are called. Yo, okay, I will just say yay, <laughs> even though I can, <laughs> it's a, it's I can a, say a few statements there, but yeah, yay. <laughs> it's a debatable question, right? <laughs> I can justify my answer. So the next question is, is it a yay or a nay that as an evangelist, you need to attend school um, in order to be, in order to serve, in order to be pastor and stuff? A big nay. <laughs> Mm. So anybody can do it. Anybody, as long as you are called, you can do it. As long as, you know, you, God has got your back, you can do it. All right. So now I want my listeners to get to know you a little bit better. Can you please tell me about yourself, who you are and where you come from? Yeah. Okay. That question is a little bit broad, but I will try to narrow it a little. So um, I'm born and bred in KZN in a small town called Newcastle. So I come from uh, a very big family, you know, um, both my mom and dad are evangelists, right? So I come from a very solid Christian background where God and the gospel is the only thing that I grew up knowing. And faith then grew up just to be a kid like any other kid, you know, as a result, I ended up having two children uh, out of wedlock. I'm a teenage mom and um, a lot of things then transpired after that. And I believe that it took me to go through that experience that I had to rediscover who faith really is. And when I went through what I went through, which we're gonna share about later, is when I realized that no man, I've got so much to offer in this life. I cannot just be a mother to these two kids, you know, <laughs> suffer depression and stress and anxiety. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not actually 
born to 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 be that i'm born for greatness and when i started my self discovery journey that is when i realized that i'm actually more than just what i had labeled myself and i'm actually more than just what the church and the community had labeled me because remember my background i'm a teenage mom and then a lot of things were actually birthed out of that self journey that i had to take of rediscovering myself so basically i'm 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 just a, a young girl Okay, I'm not sure whether young still is a relevant word, but <laughs> I guess I'm not that young anymore. So, uh, and yes, I am a preacher of the of the gospel. I preach a lot, and evangelist faith is not just a stage play, but is 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 it actually uh, projects the calling that I have because God made it clear that faith I need you in my kingdom for you to bring people into my kingdom but not just preach the word but make sure that they heal hence wherever I go I preach about healing because what does it benefit a christian to be in this kingdom while they are hurting and going through issues and things you know so as much as I call you to become and partake of this christianity I also say let's first and foremost let's sort the things that were supposed to be solved so many years ago let's heal how is your mental state you know let's heal yeah. so yeah. that's just who faith is and yeah <laughs> that is that is quite an interesting um background they like i really learned a lot but and and I, you answered most of my questions that i was about to ask you if you come from a uh, evangelist background and you just answered that i mean you gave me everything that i needed <laughs> so now i want to know who or what would you say inspired you to become an evangelist yo inspired i was actually inspired by truly speaking by the holy spirit because remember coming out from the background of preachers and christianity being the only thing that i knew i doubt it was something that i thought one day i will be i doubt it was something that i was proud of to say yes i'm coming from a christian background where my parents are preachers i wanted to become something different and being a preacher and evangelist is something that i've never ever ever dreamt of up until remember the self discovery journey that i spoke about earlier on up until when umhlaba you know the world and yeah. all the anxieties of the past and everything knocked me down at the rock bottom that's when I actually realized over to the small to offer and I had what I call a mirror conversation with myself where I had to ask myself what is faith what are you doing in this world and what is it that you can offer in this world and God made it clear that faith yes I have called you amongst every other things in this world I have called you to actually bring people into my kingdom and that's the work of the evangelist and immediately when God said with the things that you went through you shall testify what qualities do you believe that an evangelist should have like as for yourself what qualities do you believe make you a, an amazing or a great evangelist qualities what is that <laughs> i don't believe there are any qualities there's i don't believe on any criteria or characteristics that any person should have for them to become an evangelist as long as your heart is willing 
as long as you are saying god here i am use me then i think you then qualify to be used by god because trust me i don't even know what qualities or characteristics because what i know is that by just you looking at me and what i do you will surely say i do not qualify to be an evangelist by just laying your eyes on me so (laughs) it doesn't matter how people look it doesn't matter how people do things It, it really doesn't matter you know you just need to have a willing heart and just to share a bit i know that sometimes even even i used to even have i know we'll go through that but i used to even have a very big challenge when people look at me with my long weave um with my makeup on point my nails on point going and being on stage in front of abogogo nabumkulu and all the deacons of the church and delivering the word of god when people see me walk in that stage obviously they have their own 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 conclusions that they have up until they see me speak so i will never even speak about qualities because that is very misleading you will just see a person outside and you will just judge and do up until you start hearing speak then you will realize that yeah this is a this is a child of god yeah yeah all right so so you sound so passionate about what you do and you love what you do like i can hear when you speak that no man i'm speaking to a woman of god can you share with me some of the things that you love about what you do what i love about what i do is seeing people change for the better mm-hmm. and seeing the lives of, of people being transformed for the better because if you were to ask someone that knew me about 14 years ago they will tell you a different story about who faith is but if you were to ask a person that knows me now they will never attest to the life that faith was in 14 years ago i have experienced total change and transformation through christ so that is the gospel that i also preach to people about transformation god can turn anything into whatever form that he wants so i enjoy and i like it and i'm so passionate about seeing people transform for their betterment and that's a very beautiful thing like i love what you just said right there it's, it's very touching it, it somehow it makes me wonder as well like wow <laughs> oh my goodness so remember you we talked about weaves and how you used to look before and people would judge you and all that i want to get to know what challenges did you face or are you still facing as an evangelist today the biggest challenge that i i used to or i faced before of which i believe i still do but it's it's kind of like i've developed that thick skin and that resistance Mm-hmm. is um, I'm a teenage mom right yeah, and people who knew me back then they will tell you a difference I was not a naughty kid I don't want to lie to you I was not a bad child but the stigma of having a child while you are a preacher's kid already it yeah. leads people to have their own conclusions mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. I'm a preacher's kid and I'm a teenager and I have two kids and then few months fast forward the same girl is now a preacher come on guys how how so 
And you can't tell me that Faith is now a preacher. We know her very well. We're not you know? going to listen so, to her. <laughs> we're not going to listen to her. And there were people who even told me that no matter how much you can try, Faith, I can never listen to you. I can, there's nothing you can ever say to me about God that I will actually um, take into consideration. You know, so I had those challenges of people not receiving me well, people not receiving me as a transformed person, people who still have that old perspective in their mind. And it, it became a very huge challenge because I, I, I'm a person that doesn't, I, I never want to do anything uh, that will, will make me want to prove myself to anyone, you know. But it became a very huge challenge to say, up until when are people going to stop this nonsense? You know, I'm changed. But what I like about that is that as people started seeing me grow in, in Christ, and as people started seeing me grow in ministry, and personally and all that, people started to actually believe in the change and the transformation that I became. You know, they started believing in it, and the numbers actually changed because even the people that who could not speak to me back then now they come to me for advices <laughs> even the mothers that rejected me back then because I was a disgrace and the parents who told their children not to ever come near of it because of faith is a bad example those parents today they come to me for advice because their children now are messing up yeah. <laughs> Those parents, they are now coming to me to say, Faith, please mentor my child, you know? Yeah. And for that, it's very humbling, you know? It's very humbling. The people that they actually un liked me and unfollowed me back then, who actually, um, you know, ran away from my proximity, who, who, who unfriended me and, and all that, those people had started following me and have started like, liking my ministry, my content on social media and everything. Because it's been how many years now? 14 years. And how stubborn would you really be not to believe in transformation then yeah. if you've witnessed change in the 14-year period? You know, and seeing people uh, slowly buying into my ministry actually shows that transformation is like planting a seed right when you plant a seed nobody sees transformation when you plant a seed you can't immediately see the oranges you can't see the tree you can't see the fruits but it will take for that seed to spread its roots first by the time it spreads its roots its roots as transformation has already happened it's just that it's not on the surface of people it's not on the surface that people can start to see that change by the time you blossom into a tree and by the time you bear fruit people can only buy into it and say oh she has really changed but people don't even know how long it took you to change yeah. while you were spreading your roots on the ground in the ground people were not noticing they only see the fruits and they're like, oh, finally faith has changed. But girl, I've changed for so many years of my it's life. So it's long. just like, you yeah. They're only seeing the outcome now and they're like, wow, she has changed. But they don't know the work that went into it and how long you've, you've been changed. People are like that. Exactly. All right. So <laughs> now you are also an True, author and you uh you have a book it's called healing a bruised heart is it your first book yes it's actually my first published book truly speaking i've written books that i've never published because i thought at a certain point in time i wrote them out of anger 
mm-hmm. and I wrote them out of emotions, you know. Yeah. And as I grow in Christ, for some reason, the Holy Spirit has actually stopped me to publish those books because it's like the Holy Spirit wanted me to go and revisit them, mm-hmm. you know, and rewrite them because now I'm completely healed, I'm transformed, mm-hmm. I'm restored. And now the tone and everything that I had on that book can now change, can be of love and not of opposition, you know. So um, so my first published book, yes, is Killing a Ghost Heart of a Broken Woman. And I'm busy with another book right now, of which I believe is second in line. Um, it was supposed to be published last year, but because of COVID and all that, then I, I actually delayed and I'm planning to publish it before this year ends. It's an amazing book. I'm not gonna give tips or ideas. I'm not even gonna tell you the title, but it's just gonna be an amazing, amazing book. Trust me, and I know that everybody will like, will love it, will love it. I love it. I keep on reading it every now and then, and I'm like, wow, yeah, this is something I definitely need to put out there. I can't wait for it to come out. Like I'm gonna be one of the few people that are that's going to be on the lookout and be like, where is that book? Like I can't really wait to to like check it out. So can you please tell me a little bit about your book? Like what influenced it? So what influenced my book is my life, right? My 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 entire transformation and self discovery. I thought to myself, let me just put it down there because I, I was I was hurt. I, I underwent depression, um, a lot of stress and anxiety. I was diagnosed as confused, meaning I was crazy, I was mad. Um, I remember this other day I woke up in hospital, I was caged in a bed, you know, like a cot bed. Yeah. You know how a cot bed is, it looks like a cage. So I was yeah. tied. My feet and my legs, my feet, my, my legs and my hands were tied up in such a bed, you know, where I could not run away from. It's like I was caged and I was tied up and all that for for, for, for weeks apparently because I was mad and confused. And when I woke up and then I realized, where am I? I what is happening? Why am I tied up like this? Why am I in this cage bed? Why, 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 what is happening? You know, and my mind started to come back and I could notice my surroundings because a mad person, a crazy person cannot really, um, a mental ill person cannot really notice their surroundings. You know, it will take total healing for one to do so. And then when I started uh, coming back to life and I was getting healed, then I realized, oh, yeah, yeah my life was a mess and i was very suicidal as well and then when i i went through my healing journey and god has finally completely healed me and then i realized that i really have to write this thing down i really have to write the things that led me to depression anxiety and stress down because i don't know who else would relate to it but most of all I did not only write about the experience, the bad experiences that I went through. I even wrote about my healing and how I came to life and how I fully transformed into this faith that you see today. And then after that, what I did, I also incorporated the other stories from other women as well who have went through the similar thing, but in different angles and in different degrees. Just to give hope to people to say, no matter what you are going through, no matter, like, listen to me, Michelle, right no matter what you are going through there's hope there's just hope so by just reading my book for just looking at me you will you will see god 
you will because i also sometimes see god in my life and say your god you really can really turn a rock or a stone into a diamond you know and it's so possible it's just that as long as we believe and don't lose hope and this is that what actually uh, inspired me to put my book down to say i can't keep it to myself other women and other people need to hear this and they need to know that change is coming and transformation is coming yeah. and this home I think you've just sold your book to me. I'm actually going to look for it and I'm going to buy it. You've just sold it right there. I mean, Thank you. I'm being totally honest with you. No, I mean, you've been through a lot to hear such stories. These are things that we hear and watch in movies, things that we see mm. other people go through. This is just, wow. I, I'm definitely going to buy the book and I'm going to send you a picture. I promise you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. So, Thank you, apart from naming your book "Healing a Bruised Heart," what other name would you have given it? <laughs> Total transformation. Oh, Total yes. healing. Oh, you've been talking about transformation. Why did I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have. But transformation means a lot of things. You can even transform a material. You can transform a house. You can transform a car. But I did not want to call it total transformation, but I wanted to give you an idea of we're speaking about heart, emotion, and mental and mental state. That is why I made it broader, you know. But otherwise, to keep it short, it would have been total transformation or total healing. Hmm. Yeah. And besides, healing a bruised heart is actually a perfect, perfect title. I mean, it just says a lot. It's it's packed. You would definitely want to read it. I mean, we all go through so much, and we all have a bruised heart, and we want to know how to heal it. So definitely, I think that's the perfect title. And I want Thanks. to know when you come across a lady like Michelle and read a, I've read your book. What would you say you'd want a person like me to walk away um, with after having read your book? Is that man? There's this hope, no matter what you are going through, and I mean it, right? If you believe God can still change your life, God can still transform your life, if you believe. Because sometimes it takes us to be fed up with our problems. It takes us to be fed up with what we are going through for us to realize that it's either we want to die in sorrow or we want to make it and become great people. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to take away when you read my book is just to look at Faith's life and look at the life of people that I also wrote about in that book and realize that if sorrow and soul could come, could come from that to this, Why then who I? is Michelle? Yeah. yeah then why can't i because god is not a respecter of person god does not say i will do it for faith and not for michelle if he did it for faith he can definitely do it for michelle mm. it's just that michelle needs to believe and it will take you to be fed up of the problems that you are going through for you to welcome change mm. all right that's a beautiful answer right there i feel like i'm also going through transformation in this interview to be honest <laughs> Apart from the Bible, what other book has been um, influential in your life? Yo, I don't even know what I'm going to, to say right now because I'm reading a lot of books. But let me just take this one quickly. I've been reading, I wish we, we were online like on a video, I was going to show it. But it's called Choose Yourself. It's written by o. James Altucher. You know, this book... I think it has actually transformed myself as well because I'm a 
people's person. I'm in the kingdom of God for people. And it's always about people. And sometimes I forget my needs. I forget my emotional state, my mental state. And I just literally forget myself because I'm everything to people. And this book has always, always, always taught me to always be cognizant of myself, my emotion, my spiritual self, um, my mental self, and also my physical self. You know, to say, Faith, yeah, this is what you do for people. You are everything that people need you uh, for them, but are you everything that you need for yourself? Mm-hmm. And this book, actually, I don't know how many times I've, re- I've, I've actually read it. It constantly reminds me of choosing myself every day. All right. So if you're not doing what you're doing today, if you're not faith the evangelist um the author what would you be doing right now i mean which path would you have taken um okay so one thing that i, I don't normally talk about is uh, i i have a career right i have a nine to five and besides me evangelizing motivating teaching preaching i actually work i'm an it specialist i i am um, involved in big projects at big banks where we're creating systems and all that. And that is what I do. If I don't preach, I'm then glued to my work, you know, and working. So, yeah, that's what I do. Who would have thought, right? I'm busy thinking, no, faith is just there. <laughs> faith is just there, <laughs> preaching the word of God. Wow, I like that. There no. is more to you than the title. <laughs> Thank you so much. There is, because, but I don't, I don't, Truly speaking, it's something that I don't like to preach about, to, to, to actually speak even about. In most cases, when everybody or anyone asks me, so who is faith, what are you doing? I always speak about my teaching, my preaching, my podcast, my this, my that, my next events and all that. I hardly speak about what I do because I, it's irrelevant for my ministry. Yes, yeah. I, I, it's, it's very irrelevant to speak about it. So I, I wouldn't even start speaking IT language in my ministry because I uh, very irrelevant yeah well i like that about you man you you are focused you sound like a focused woman you know what you are after and you're definitely after the heart of god and that is so nice so i want to know um how do you balance your family life your professional life and also being a, a preacher and all that how do you bring it all together it's definitely it was not um an easy thing um even now it's still not very easy to balance it, but it's something that um, um, I'm slowly um, but surely trying to perfect. You know, it's, it's a little bit difficult, especially I'm pulled in so different ways. Yeah, Ministry can imagine. And people counseling work, there's family, there's children. I've got teenage kids and I'm, I'm coming from a very big um, family. Um, you know, but there's one thing that I actually realized, you know, for for me to be able to, for me to be able to balance the two, I need to, to respond to relationships that demand commitment. I'll repeat that. If I have relationship, a mother to children relationship, and that demands a commitment, I need to be there. If I have a, a, a friendship, which is a relationship, and it demands commitment, Michelle is my friend, and Michelle wants an advice or she wants a piece of me, 
I need to make sure that I'm there for Michelle. All right, to know what has been the most uh, biggest highlight of your career, besides the fact that I published a book, what else has been big for you? What else has been big career-wise is um, being involved in, in projects, right, that will transform a company, you know, because I'm more into automating things, you know, as I mentioned, I'm an IT specialist. So seeing big companies moving from doing their manual processes into automated processes, that is your robotics, machinery, and inter- and, and, and um, some IE as well, you know, and it has actually made me proud of myself to say I am I'm slowly but surely not only transforming lives of people, you know, um, but I can also transform companies, banks, big companies and all that. So it has been a, a highlight of my of, of, of my career. Yeah. But in my ministry, the biggest highlight in my ministry is seeing a number of people change, healing, you know, being healed. Mm-hmm. See a, a number of people coming to me and say, Faith, yo, I read this, I remember you said this, and I was listening to your preaching, to your podcast, and I started applying this and that, and you have changed. And to also see change, and not only to hear about people speaking about their changes, but to also see them and say, oh, wow, I'm proud of so and so, you know, looking at where they're coming from to what they actually are doing today. You know, so, yeah, man, seeing people transform has been the biggest highlight of my And it's always always beautiful when you see people go through change because of something that you did. It's it's always an amazing feeling. Like, I I really like it. So how would you define success in your own words? (laughs) Success, right? What is success? Success means a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So I would say the way I would define success is that if you are a people or if you are a person, with a vision or with a dream, it could be anything. And you being brave enough to start fulfilling that dream, that vision, that goal, for me, you are already successful. We don't have to see it manifest. We don't have to see Michelle being a great podcaster already. If Michelle starts small by doing whatever that she needs to do to make sure that she becomes a great podcaster in your own corner. You know, for me, you're already successful. Yeah. Whatever that we see Michelle do, doing, it's just the fruits of the success that Michelle, you know, it's it's when we see the oranges of the tree, we can't really say, oh, wow, she's successful. No, you are as successful as a seed buried underground. By the time we see you, you've already succeeded so that's success for me and that's so beautiful and what is your favorite quote like something that you say to yourself each morning before you do anything or i don't know man what motivates you what's your favorite quote okay i'm motivated by a lot of things i have daily affirmations daily declarations every you know every morning i wake up and say them but there's something there's there's a a very unique quote that is by me Mm -hmm. which says women don't break they break through If, if we were to really go through that code, that code, you will realize that it, it looks like it's a break. It's look like it looks like you are broken, but you are not broken to die or you are not broken to decay. You are broken to give birth. 
you are broken to to break through into new things you know uh you are broken for you to manifest things that were hidden in your heart if we can look at it like that trust me we will appreciate every moment we get broken yes when women don't break they break through that's awesome i really like that quote <laughs> like it's amazing <laughs> so before Thank before you. i let you go um can you please leave me some advice for young people who are listening out there you know my podcast is about entrepreneurs people who are coming up with their businesses and stuff like that but i would just want you to just give them some advice whether it be a personal life or whatever that you can give today that they can listen and be like oh yeah we had faith on the podcast and she said this and that <laughs> i seriously don't know where to start but I will use a, a scenario of which we are all familiar with. Um, I'm not sure if everybody knows how KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken started. Um, the only thing that we started seeing, we started seeing the franchises, the nice chicken that yeah. we buy. But it was actually started at the street. Um, it was just a chicken that was sold at the street to people who pass by you know like in our term you know ama kuinya and all that you see those yeah. mothers at the streets where they just sell them get one rand even kfc started like that but look where kfc is now it is so what i'm trying to say is that you are the only one who knows your goal yeah but start where you are start with the smallest resource that you have as long as you do not shift from the goal in your head make sure that you use the smallest resources sometimes we don't even have to have um the big funding and big capital but we need to start with a big mind in small project and like kfc who knows how many franchises you will have under your name yeah start small but think big yes Thank you so much for that. That was really really beautiful. I mean, I hope they are listening. We have to start small and you can't just nobody goes that's today and is big tomorrow. It's impossible. I mean, start from it's where impossible. you are with what you have and eventually things will fall into place. Yes, exactly. All right. Thank you so much for that. So, where can we find you on social media? Like if people want to follow you, they want to come through to one of your sermons and just want to ask for advice from you and they're going through things and want to talk to somebody, where can we find you on social media? Okay, I am Evangelist Faith Sitone throughout social media. Hmm. I'm a YouTuber, I'm a podcaster, and I have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So, if you Uh, you are in any of those platforms just type evangelist faith it on i like to believe i'm the i'm the first person who pops up um and then just like me follow me and um you can follow my youtube as well you will see sermons that i have there and even on social media like facebook i constantly always try to upload um certain preachings that i have and i have live sessions that i've had on instagram just scroll down my timeline 
and you will see them replay them because the message, no matter when the, the message was recorded, it is always relevant. And also, um, if maybe you need my book or anything, just mm-hmm. DM me in any of those platforms. DM me in any of those platforms. Tell me, hi, Faith, I'm looking for a book. I would like to have the copy of your book. Trust me, I will make sure that I get it into your door as soon as possible, as soon as you start paying. And that book is only 200 rand and obviously with an additional 60 rand for korea and then um i i make sure that i sign all of my books that i i deliver because i'm i'm still i'm heading that uh distribution um set section as well of my company for now because i'm very hands-on i want to know my people i want to know who's michelle who's who by name you know and for now so i will make sure i give you a beautiful message when i i I put my signature there and on, on on the book and yeah that is where you can actually get me if you would like to host me or if you would like to have me in part in some of your events or anything like that, same thing, DM me. Like I constantly check on my DMs. Or you can even send me an email address because email um, email is also very efficient. Um, at Sitole Nomta, S-I-T-H-O-L-E, N-O-M-T-H-A, dot faith at gmail.com. That is where you can book me or write me anything. And I promise you, I will come back to you. All right. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for coming to the Here to Us podcast. I know that you're a very busy person and that you've got things to do, but you taking your time and talking to me, it really means a lot. And I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's been such a great honor. And may you increase, may you multiply, may you reach the community that you've never thought you would reach through your podcast. It has really touched my life. I went through it and I played a lot of podcasts, you know, because I wanted to know who Michelle is. And girl, you are doing the things. Keep it up and may God bless you. Thank you. That was Faith Sitole there joining me on the Here to Us podcast. We were talking about evangelism, about her life, just getting to know her. I hope you guys are inspired and I hope that you're already on your way to buy her book, Healing a Bruised Heart, which is going for 200 rands, 60 rands if you add a career price. So I hope that you guys are out there. I hope that you get to listen to her message. I hope that you get to book her and you follow her on her socials and just listen to what she has to say. Trust me, I I am transformed as you see me from today i'm just sitting here i'm like wow oh my god so yeah do join her do go and follow her on her podcast do go and follow her on facebook everywhere dm her please buy the book because i promise you i'm gonna get myself a copy as well thank you guys for listening do tune in again next week monday for another fun thrilling episode of the here to us podcast hosted by me and michelle k remember be good if you cannot be good be safe thank you so much for listening